Who's the best cornerback in the NFL? Is it Sauce or somebody else? James and I will tell you today on Locked On NFL. You are Locked On NFL. Your daily NFL podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. What's happening, y'all? Welcome to another edition of Locked On NFL. I am Tony Wiggins, along with James Rapine, here on Locked On NFL. We're your team every day, and we thank you for making us your first listen. Reminder, we are free to subscribe to on our YouTube page at Locked On NFL. Make sure you hit that like button and that bell. Also, wherever you get your audio podcast, make sure you tap in so you don't miss a daily episode of Locked on NFL. Shout out to the everydayers that tune in every day. That's why we call you everydayers. And if you're here for the first time, you can be an everyday if you come back tomorrow and the next day, and we can talk to you like that. But welcome to the show. What up, Jamie? What's going on, Tone? How you doing, man? Good, man. How are you? Good, good. Training camp just a, a few weeks away. Ready mm-hmm. or not, it, here, here it comes. And uh, ready or not, I, I think NFL-wise, if you're receivers – two guys that were at the top of ESPN's and they're doing this position by position. They're mm-hmm. interviewing executives and it's that time of year where you get the rankings position by position, top 10 honorable mentions, but two guys that just popped right away, Patrick Sertain mm-hmm. and Ahmad Sauce Gardner. And both mm-hmm. guys uh, are at the top of ESPN's cornerback rankings one and two respectively. Let's start at the top. Do you agree that Sertain should be one and Sauce should be number two. You're talking about a guy in Amon Sauce Gardner. As good as he was, he's only played one season in the league. And I think that's something that would stand out to it to a lot of people looking at this list. I don't think so. I think I would probably go with Sertain at one because he has a larger body of work and he's really earned that. Mm-hmm. I think Sauce is up and coming. Sauce is that's almost like considering um considering John Morant, like the second best player in the league, like when he's playing, right? It's like, because it's so exciting, because it's new, because you can project it, that it's going to be there. Even though he's a very, very good player and he plays, you know, in New York City, I I think he's coming. I don't think he's quite there yet. I I will probably have Jalen Ramsey still number two. Would you really? I I would take sauce all day long over Jalen Ramsey today. Well, of course. I mean, he has more time left. And, and, and Oh, no, no, no. You mean like just if, for one game? For this season. If I'm the Dolphins and I could pick either guy for this season, I would take Sauce. Mm. Is, is, is that a take? Here's why, to me, it's not a take. Is I think that Ahmad Sauce Gardner is all about ball. I have a unique perspective about him because he went to the University of Cincinnati. So mm-hmm. some are going to say, oh, you're in Cincinnati. You're biased. No, actually, I don't think that. I, I I just I know what he he is and what he brings and, and his makeup and all of those things and I think Jalen Ramsey, not to badmouth him, but if things aren't going well, sometimes it uh, it becomes a bit more of a distraction, especially with these veteran players that have proven it, veteran players that have gotten the bag and have the ring and, and all of those things. Like Sauce is still chasing and still proving, and he didn't get like I know he's like this kind of bell of the ball right now mm-hmm. uh, it, clearly since he's ranked second on this list it wasn't always like that for him and in just a few years ago and so i know he was the fourth pick 
I, I know that a lot of people are like, oh man, like he's getting a lot of love. I think it's deserved. And I, I think he's going to deliver and, and take another step forward. And I just think back to him guarding Jamar Chase when it was Bengals Jets last year. And he made life hard on Jamar. T Higgins got him on one. He got T on a couple as well. I mean, Sauce, he, he's he's up there. And, and that said, I get it because Jalen Ramsey's proven. And if you want to go with the proven guy, I, I certainly understand that part of it. Well, one of the things with Jalen that, I, you know, I, I took a little bit of issue with, and, and I guess it was the Raheem Morris part, and maybe it wasn't him out in L.A. It's just that ever since he came into the league, and even when he was at Florida State, there's always been this thing where people have said he's a great corner, but he's all world at free safety. They pulled a Charles Woodson on him. They did it in college and they did it when he left Jacksonville. They did it when he went to LA. It's like this, this thing. It's like, okay, he can be great at both spots. So what we're going to do is we're going to use him at both. And what happened to him in a Super Bowl? And I remember it vividly against the Bengals. I was having these discussions and I actually, the guy I was having a discussion with, it got pretty heated. He, it actually turns out his son plays in the NFL and he's a corner. And the mm. guy trains corners, right? And he didn't know who I was and I didn't know who he was. Jalen gets beat by Jamar Chase and Jamar Chase catches the one-handed pass, which it was great yes. coverage, but it was a great throw and a great catch. Great things happen when all of those things occur. From a great yep. quarterback to a great wide receiver to a great corner, right? And the first thing he goes was he's, he, 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 Overdid it. He went overrated. So overrated. Poor technique. Overrated. 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 And I'm like, he wasn't privy to a conversation I'd had before games time. And one of the things that I was concerned with is this. The Rams didn't play Jalen solely at corner all year. But now you're going to go against T. Higgins and Jamar Chase and Joe Burrow. And you Mm -hmm. think without all of those reps, he's going to go out here and just be greased up and ready to go. Deion Sanders can do that. He can hit a home run in in a game, catch a helicopter, and go and guard people, okay? And Deion Sanders is the greatest to ever do it at that position. I have seen training camp. I saw Jalen Ramsey get toasted in training camp by Allen Robinson while he was working on stuff, and people made a big deal out of it. I see guys in training camp all the time go, good rep, good rep. You hear it when you're a member of the media, and you see it. And you know that what's going on is guys are working through stuff. I, I, won't, I won't go any further than this. How many conversations did you and I have about Jamar Chase and everybody said he can't catch? And I said, hey, you're crazy. Do that and play sure. it in a year. Give Wait, you don't think he can catch? Does anyone th- still think he can't catch? No. My point is, is, even as a pro, unless you're Bo Jackson or Deion Sanders, ain't nobody doing anything at a high level against high-level players when you haven't repped there all year long. You can get away with that stuff with average players. You ain't doing that against guys that are going to be future Hall of Famers. So with Jalen Ramsey, I think the best thing is going to happen to him. They're going to stick his butt at corner in Miami and say, just focus on corner and just do that. Let me, let me ask you this. Is he head and shoulders the number one corner in Miami? Xavier Howard is there as I well. think at this point, I, I, well, I always thought he was better than Xavier Howard. But now mm-hmm. I think with Xavier with taking a little bit of a step back and getting older, yeah, Jalen's the number one okay. corner. Just Jaylen's making the, sure. Yeah, he's just, number one corner. He is. And just especially, sure. especially if teams don't play shell defenses. You can always say a guy's the number one corner if a team is – if a guy's not moving with the top receiver, if he's sure. not – if he's just standing in that same spot. And that's the argument that Darrell Revis and Richard Sherman have had for years about stuff like that. I think he's still that guy 
I do think though something you said is is significant, and what that is is Sauce played at a smaller school. He probably should have gone to a bigger school, even though Cincinnati is a great school, right? I want to make sure I say that and make that clear. But he is still. I don't think he had the opportunity to be fair. Right, but... right. But that's my point. There's a little chip there, right? And no and doubt. then and then to get into the NFL, I think he is still that kid that has a lot to prove. Jalen Ramsey was a five star recruit. He'd been past proving anything. So I think the thing is, when we're comparing Jalen Ramsey and Sauce Gardner, I think the same thing can be compared, can be talked about when you compare Sauce Gardner, who was the number four overall pick, to Tariq Woolen, who thinks he's just as good but doesn't get the credit because he doesn't play in New York and he was a and he was a later round, he was a day two pick. So Let, there, there's this built-in thing about guys that have something to prove as opposed to a dude that makes a hundred million dollars and he's on the front of GQ magazine. There's a lot. There's a lot that I have to respond to there, and uh, we also have to get to the rest of this list because the biggest issue I have with this list isn't in the top. It doesn't have to do with Tariq Woolen, even though I, I think a lot of Seahawks fans are going to be bummed to hear that he's not in the top ten. So we will do that coming up next, right here on Locked On NFL. Our partners over at eBay Motors have teamed up with Locked On Fantasy Football host Vinny Iyer to bring you some of the best fantasy picks each week all season long whether you're prepping for a draft scouting the waiver wire every week we're going to provide you with players that are guaranteed to fit your roster with draft prep underway for the upcoming season let's see who has Vinny picked out first this week in ebay's guaranteed fit fantasy picks of the week and which running back has scored the most touchdowns combined the past two seasons that's electric los angeles chargers back Austin Eckler, who's 38 scores since 2021 and featured receiving first role, make him a guaranteed fit for the first overall pick in 2023 fantasy football drafts. Eckler will see his usual high leverage work as a runner and remain the focal point of the short passing game. Vinny Iyer from Locked On Fantasy Football is guaranteed to help you win a fantasy championship. And eBay Motors knows a championship team is about each player being a perfect fit. Same with your vehicle. With eBay Guaranteed Fit and over 122 million parts and accessories for your vehicle right at your fingertips, you can make sure your ride stays running smoothly. Air filters, brakes, batteries, taillights, alternators, shocks, struts, you name it, eBay Motors has it, and they'll make sure it's the right fit for your car. Because eBay Guaranteed Fit helps you understand exactly what part you need for your vehicle the first time. So go forth, switch gears, crank the AC, and say goodbye to sweating if your ride needs a little fixing up because now you'll know you'll always be set up for success from the get-go. With eBay Guaranteed Fit, everything your vehicle is calling for is just a click away. For the parts and accessories that fit your vehicle, just look for the green check. Get the right parts, the right fit, and the right prices at ebaymotors.com. Let's ride. eBay Guaranteed Fit, only available to U.S. customers, eligible items only, Exclusions apply. All right, Tone. Let, let's yeah. get to, to the rest of this list. And first off, I know Tariq Woolen had a great rookie year. Mm -hmm. He is not Sauce Gardner. And I'm not just saying it to you. I'm saying it so everybody can hear because I know there were some debates in the DMs, and I'm just be, I'm going to yeah. make it very, very clear. I don't care about nicknames, market, nothing. Sauce Gardner came out of UC, the University of Cincinnati, American Athletic Conference, and he was locked down, shut him down. 
knock him out. That's what he did. And then he went to the NFL and did the exact same thing. Tariq Woolen had a heck of a rookie year, and he may be he may end up being a top five corner in the league. Maybe he continues to develop, but there is a difference, and there is not a GM in the league. And I'm I'm saying this for everybody else, not necessarily you, that would take Woolen, including the Seahawks, by the way, over Gardner. Zero. And they would be right. You ain't gonna get an Zero. argument for me. You won't get okay. any argument for me. Just making sure. I wanted to make it clear. I just had no, to No, because clear. because as good as Woolen has been, nothing has changed. The, the only thing that happened is people would take him higher. There's not one person that would take sure. Sauce lower than they took him. He hasn't done anything to to to. He should have went higher. He should have went third. I don't know what Houston was doing. Yeah, but, my, my, but well, I like Stingley though. I mean, I I, I like Stingley. The, the thing about health? Stingley is that yeah, but I get that part of it. But that's the same thing we're saying here. Stingley has always been that guy. That fight, he's always been that dude not for a so, few years. Not for a few years. Right, right. He wasn't, but you know, he he got hurt, but then he ran and he got healthy, and people were like, okay, you know what it reminds me of? It reminds me of when Jamar Chase sat out a whole season, and then Jetta, Justin Jefferson had this great year. And the folks just like forgot that Jamar Chase was that guy until he showed him, right? Mm-hmm. So it's something about you know, always being that dude. And, 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 and that's what they, they tend to go towards. The other thing about it is anybody that is saying that they would take Tariq Willen over sauce. I, I doubt very seriously. They're doing that based on just a film evaluation. What it is, is, is everybody always loves the other guy other than the top guy. There's always going to be somebody picking the Well, he's better. I heard it about Wayne Gretzky. He ain't better than Mario Lemieux. I heard it. I, I, I did. I, I've heard that forever. There, people always take aim at the top guy. I remember somebody said Clyde Drexler was better than Jordan, and he hit six three pointers in one period. And just and said, really? So that's what happens when you're number one, and you got to be prepared for it. It happened to Jalen Ramsey. It's happening to him now. And yeah. go ahead. No, it's all right. Go ahead. This happened to Mahomes. Mahomes, what did I say? I said a few, a, a couple of months back, Joe Burrow might be better. Mm-hmm. And it's hard to be better than the dude that everyone says is the GOAT, right? It took Peyton Manning, it took Tom Brady forever to surpass Peyton Manning. You don't believe me? Go back and look. I, I saw it. I witnessed it. Brady beat him two or three times, and they were like, he still ain't better. The same way Burrow beat Mahomes a couple of times, and people said, he's still not better. Until he was. So, People always take aim at the top guy and swear that somebody else is better. But I think Sauce has lived up to it. I just think Tyreek Willen has uh, exceeded what folks thought. And now everybody wants to, you know, you know, people just want to do what people do and go, well, he could be better than that other guy. I don't think so. But the argument that I was making was one about expectation. And one about a guy coming out of nowhere and being better than sure. you thought. So now it's it's this natural thing to, to sort of compare the two. And then it's still a lot of fun because uh, who are the Jets and the Seahawks? Those are the same two teams that Revis and Sherman played for when they were chirping back and forth at each other. So it's a, it's and, a pretty and, good thing. And Revis was a first rounder and Sherman was a, a fifth rounder. I mean, yeah. there, there are some interesting comps there. There's no doubt about it. Exactly. It, I, th- I think that's interesting. Let's get to the rest of this list. So Patrick Sertain is number one, just to be clear, even though we didn't debate him much. Joe Burrow also called Sertain the number one cornerback in the league. Sauce Gardner, two. Jalen Ramsey, three. Jair Alexander, four. Darius Slay, five. Marlon Humphrey. Marshawn Lattimore. Trayvon Diggs, eight. 
we will revisit that. Denzel Ward, 9, A.J. Terrell, 10, and honorable mentions, Xavier Howard, J.C. Horn, Tariq Woolen, Tredavious White, Legereus Sneed. Okay, there's a guy here that's ranked ninth, Denzel Ward, that could on one leg be a better cornerback than your Cowboys. Your, your Cowboys, even though they're not your Cowboys, I'm still going to continue that bit. Trayvon Diggs. Denzel Ward should be in the top five. I don't even know why he's not in the top five. I, I'm not really sure. I talked to Jamar Chase after his rookie season, after he faced Patrick Sertain, after mm-hmm. he faced Denzel Ward, and he said, oh, Denzel Ward's the best corner I faced. After he faced Jalen Ramsey, Denzel Ward was the guy he named. And I, I think that respect continues after year two. Denzel Ward is not the ninth best cornerback in the NFL. No, there's so. a, a Marshawn Lattimore is not better than Denzel Ward, and he's really good. I wouldn't take Darius Slay over Denzel Ward. I Jair Alexander has had injury issues as well, and he's a baller too. But so if you point that out about Denzel, you could point that out about Alexander. Like mm-hmm. that that's the the biggest flaw of this list. Denzel Ward, the ninth ranked corner in the league, on no planet is that reality and and i i'm curious to, to know your thoughts tone because that is so shocking to me that he's that low he's the daryl green part of this list and what i mean by that is he is so quick and so athletic he's an irritant to those receivers and that's what they're talking about the thing with guys like ramsey and sauce they're good and they're fast and they're athletic i, I always have to remind people that Jalen ramsey ran track at florida state right but the thing is is they're going to give you an opportunity because they're big and physical and they want to go in mano a mano. I'll give you another example. It's like boxing. It's like a real good fighter who'll stand in front of you knowing that he can, he can knock you out at any minute. But he's going to give you a chance to hit him because he wants to trade with you, right? And then you got Pernell Whitaker and Floyd Mayweather where you can't hit them. They're going to hit you and you can't hit them back. And I think Denzel Ward, because of his athleticism, because of that quickness, he gives these receivers, especially the bigger receivers, something that they don't get. And that's a small guy. He's like an Antonio Brown on defense. He's a small guy with all of his athletic ability, but he's extra, extra feisty. So, yeah, I, I would put him up there in the top five. I, I've always thought. And he was another guy who was the fourth overall pick, if you if you recall correctly. So I would put him up there, and I think he needs to be high. I would take uh, Alexander down a little bit because he is one that has not been as available as you would like. Um, and I probably would remove uh, Trayvon, Trayvon Diggs. And the reason why, Diggs reminds me of Peters. Marcus Peters. That is, he will yeah. bait you. He will bait you and, and he'll make a big play, but he'll give one up too. He'll get you know, three up. Yeah, he'll give them up. Now he'll he'll bait you into making a, a, a mistake. And nobody likes pick sixes because it's really fast. It changes the game. It creates momentum. And that's what he's really, really good at. But I like to see him be a little bit more disciplined and and not give up so many big plays. And I think the really, really great players. I tell you what, he could go to the top of this list if he was able to balance that out. If he could be steady no Eddie, but then figure out when to make good play. I use the GOAT. Deion Sanders was a master at that. He was disciplined. He took chances, but he didn't take chances that allowed you to make big plays on him. He just didn't do it. To use a basketball reference, Trayvon Diggs is the heat check guy. That's he's exactly the guy right. that there's a lot there's a lot of times he's gonna take a shot and you're gonna be like, no, 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 and he's gonna drill it. J.R. Smith. There you go. But and he's better. He's a better version. Yeah. But Jr. back yeah. in his day was a freak too, and people kind of forget that. Yeah. But yeah, like that—that's—that's that's a similar. Co- and it's like, oh man, like do I think Diggs on an island is going to be able to hang with the top receivers, the eighth best receiver in the league? He'll get a couple plays, 
but he's going to give up plays to your point. And so, yeah, I, I think other than Denzel Ward being off this list overall, I, I think a lot of it's fair that the Jair Alexander fourth. Yeah. Bump him down some put Ward fourth and, and take digs off. And um, yeah, I, I, that, that's where I'm at. I, I think that it's, it's close, but I, I would certainly have some disagreements from cornerbacks to quarterbacks and arguably the best wide receiver in the league. Let's get Justin Jefferson's thoughts on the top five quarterbacks in the NFL. And guess what tone his guy, Kirk cousins isn't on the list. We'll get to that next. All right, Tony Wiggins, uh, let's dive into this. First off, Justin Jefferson, arguably the best wide receiver in the league, the best start, to a career numbers wise of any wide receiver in NFL history might get a bag soon. And so uh, we certainly respect his opinion when it comes to to quarterback play and his quarterback, Kirk cousins has obviously been a big part of why he's been the top receiver numbers wise in recent seasons or one of them. What do you make of him not putting Kirk in the top five? And I'll, I'll rattle off the top five right now. It was Patrick Mahomes. It was Aaron Rodgers, It was Joe Burrow, Jalen hurts, and Josh Allen. Those are Justin Jefferson's top five quarterbacks. Do you have any issue with him being honest and not putting Kirk in the top five? Because in the past, we've seen teammates kind of put their guy and prop their guy up, even though clearly Kirk Cousins isn't a top five quarterback. No, I don't have a problem with it. And if Kirk has a problem with it and he called Justin Jefferson, Justin Jefferson will laugh at him and tell him, be for real. You know, you're not better than any one of those dudes. You know, there's something called credibility that has to be, you know, dished out here. And if people are putting Justin Jefferson at number one or number two, depending on what list you're looking at, at wide receiver, then he owes it to the public, to be honest. Ain't nobody think Kirk Cousins no no top five quarterback. Are you serious? Nobody. He might have, he might be top five in terms of being able to go to the bank and get money, but he's not a top five quarterback. I wouldn't even put him in the top 10. That's just how I feel about it. He's not a top 10 guy either. And, you know, you can't get mad at your dude for being honest. You just can't. There's no shame, by the way, in being ranked somewhere between 11 and 15. That means you, you're still top 15 in the world at, at what you do. Yeah. Yeah. No, I, I, I agree with you. Let me – and I agree. He is not a top 10 – or top five quarterback, certainly. But the guy that Justin Jefferson ranks second, Aaron Rodgers – Completed 64.6% of his passes last year. 3,600 yards, 26 touchdowns, 12 picks, 91 quarterback rating. Kirk Cousins, 66% completion percentage, 4,500 plus yards, 29 touchdowns, Mm -hmm. 14 interceptions. So more touchdowns, more interceptions, and a higher quarterback rating, 92.5. Before that, he had three straight years of 100-plus quarterback rating, and I'm talking about Kirk Cousins. And I know what Rodgers did before that. You're talking about MVPs and back-to-back years of a quarterback rating of over 100, all of those things. Are we sure that he couldn't have gotten away with leaving Rodgers out and and putting Kirk in there to back up his guy? Are we sure? Because I probably, PR-wise, would have done it. I probably would. That's the man throwing me passes. That, yeah, I ain't much. Guy. I ain't much for PR, and I'm gonna tell you how I feel about. <laughs> As a matter of fact, I'm I'm not Shocker. PC. I'm not PC either. In fact, 
I have to really, no really be no careful PC. with a lot of things I say, because if I say everything that comes to my mind, I probably wouldn't have a gig. But um, I'm going to go out on a limb here. Everyone knew what Aaron Rodgers was dealing with last year. Everyone knew Aaron Rodgers' best wide receiver was a rookie who really didn't get going until the second half of the season. Are we sure it wasn't the, the long hair? It might have been. He had a terrible haircut, too. That he, hair was he, awful. Well, it was oh disconnected. You know, I'm a barber by was, trade. I see what he was doing. He went with the disconnected look. Uh, uh, he just sort of put it in a man bun if he was going to disconnect it. But half the time, you catch him, he get out of the shower, and it just didn't blend well. And whoever cut it didn't teach him how to comb it correctly. That's what happened. So, anyway, now that you guys have had your cosmetology uh, tutorial for the day, I'll get back to what I was going to say about Aaron Rodgers. He's still great to me. Anybody that's not putting him in the top five, I, I disagree with it. You say 64% of his passes, almost 4,000 yards, 26 touchdowns, and 12. You know, there's a guy named Trevor Lawrence whose stats are similar to that that I'm saying is top seven. See, that's for a young, for a young quarterback, those stats are good if you're up and coming. Mm -hmm. But because we're used to Aaron Rodgers throwing 48 touchdowns with five interceptions, the one year that he doesn't do it when we know there's a whole bunch of stuff going on, we kind of like looking at it with the side eye. Mm. I don't think Aaron Rodgers is done. I, I really don't. I'll just remind everybody, two years ago, Tom Brady threw for more yards than I think he ever has in his life, right? And they kind of thought he was finished before he went to Tampa. There were people mm -hmm. five years ago that said, this is the end. I think Max Kellerman said it. We're, we're watching the end of Tom Brady. This dude goes out and sets records and wins another Super Bowl. So, no, I think this change of scenery is going to do well by Aaron Rodgers. He has to stay healthy. I haven't really seen Aaron Rodgers healthy in a long time. He's always limping his foot, his toe. There's always something going on. I want to see him just drop back and just let it fly this year in New York to let people know that – before Patrick Mahomes, most people considered Aaron Rodgers the physically most talented football player they've ever seen at the quarterback position. I, and I was one of them. I think that there is a, and I'm not saying it is likely, but there is a realistic path for Kirk Cousins to outplay Aaron Rodgers this year. Is that crazy? Yeah. It's crazy. Mm -hmm. After those numbers, he outplayed him last year. Mm -hmm. So it, it's crazy. Did he really? Did he later, put up? Did he put up better did. numbers? Did he put up better numbers him. or did he outplay him? You think he outplayed? He outplayed. Him? He outplayed. Okay. Him. okay. Did, what was the Vikings record? That's a team sport, James. I, I, fine, but it's it, it, the thing is, too. see, so you man. So you're answering your own question, right? What was the Vikings record, and what did their own wide receiver say? See my point? What did their I'm own? Saying, what did the guy catching balls from? I wouldn't take. Oh, believe right. me, I'm not saying I wouldn't take Aaron Rodgers over Kirk Cousins. Of course mm -hmm. I would. I'm not saying that. But I do think that there is a realistic scenario. I wouldn't bet against Kirk Cousins outplaying Aaron Rodgers this year, putting up better numbers, which he did last year, and his team having a better record. I think that's pretty 50-50, eh, you know, 60-40, something like that, where it could happen. But it's still Aaron Rodgers. And to your point, it's a legacy thing. I'm not going to bet against Aaron Rodgers. Like, why would I do that? Where's Where's Dak Prescott on that list? Dak Prescott on the oh in the top five? Is no, the top they're similar. They're, is he, they're, is they're similar 10? quarterbacks. Because I saw something I, I bet I, I bet that Dak Prescott didn't uh, put up those stats that Kirk Cousins did. He didn't, and uh, so it, people might think I'm premature in saying that Trevor Lawrence is better than Dak Prescott, right? No, they, not, not premature. Of, right, right, right. He's, but, but 
Been better. Yeah. Well, my thing is, is this: I take Trevor Lawrence any day of the week before I take Dak Prescott. You know, so it's not even close. Who you take and who played better statistically are, are not always the same. Sure. Um, I just think sometimes it comes down down to this. It comes down to a gut feeling. Like, okay, two minutes left on the clock, you're down six. Oh, well, who, sure. Is there you right? go. Right. 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 So, so, and, and that's who I'm taking. Right. I just think there is a path to it. There's yeah, a path. I think we've seen Might the best be of realistic. Kirk. I think we've seen the best of Kirk Cousins. Okay. You think it's over? You think it's done? Yeah. Yeah. Kirk Cousins. <laughs> Kirk Cousins. Well, they like better that. do so. They better pay Justin now. Mm-hmm. Because if not, there's going to be. I'm not saying he's going he's gonna to fall off the side of a cliff. But what I'm saying is, and, and I'm, not being, I'm not being literal when I say that, but, or figurative, whatever, whatever the thing. I'm not really talking about him going off of a cliff. Yeah. So. Yeah. 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 So, so, so here's my deal. He reminds me of that nice, He's that he's that artificial Christmas tree that you have that's really really nice, right? I'm just saying, but but after like five years, you're like, can we get a oh, new tree and can we get a real one that actually smells like outside? Oh and you God. you don't know what you're missing until you don't have a until you you get that fake tree out of here, the one that you unbox that's really safe that doesn't make a mess. Take a chance and go go in the woods and cut down a real Christmas tree. And Y'all don't that, have woods in Jacksonville. Man, Get we, out of here. We got too many woods in Jacksonville. Matter of fact, I had a little snake on my back porch last week. You, go you, take you, guys, you got no Christmas trees in Jacksonville. Yeah, where, we where do. you guys ship them in from? Well, where do you ship them wherever, in from? Wherever, but, you, <laughs> you, but you know what I'm saying, man. It's like, it's safe. It's like, uh, take a man. You don't realize what you're missing until you get one and it actually smells like outside and a little critter might run out of there, but you get the, you get the point and you got to clean up behind him and all of that. But it, it's, it's more of an experience. Kirk Cousins I mean, like, is Kirk Cousins is like eating meatloaf every day, dog. Yeah. It's good, but it's whatever, man. That, that that critter was on the back of Aaron Rodgers' head last year. That's what happened. That's what <laughs> crawled out his helmet. <laughs> He's Tony Wiggins. I'm James Rapine. Make sure you subscribe on YouTube. Follow wherever you get your podcasts for more NFL action here five days a week on Locked On NFL. And you better believe we're coming at you when training camp starts. So keep it locked right here. And until next time, for Tony, I'm James. Thank you so much for listening to Locked On NFL.